Hey, good morning, listeners. Welcome back to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I am dedicating today's podcast to hmm, Darius, just an amazing guy trying to be a friend to another amazing person. And he stated the fact that that was exactly what he was doing. So I just thought that was beautiful. So I'm going to dedicate the podcast to him, Darius M. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm Pamela Staten, your host, by the way. (laughs) Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, Help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. I failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. Listeners, I want to let you know three consecutive mornings in a row Upon waking, I ask God to show me favor. And I just want to let you know, he did. Amen. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can. And the wisdom to know the difference. I hope you know the difference, listeners. We're going to live one day at a time. We want to enjoy one moment at a time. We're going to accept hardship as a pathway to peace. And we're going to take, as Jesus did, this sinful world as it is and not as we would have it. We're going to trust that you will make all things right if we surrender to your will. And that's so we can be reasonably happy in this life. Amen. Love it. Reading from my Charles F. Stanley Bible's principle. Is that what it's called? Let me see. Life, excuse me, Life Principles Bible. That's correct. Um, very, very interesting commentary. 
about how can I find fulfillment in my work? And I just thought this might help somebody. Listeners, we all enjoy weekends. Recreation with our families and friends is important for a very well-balanced life. But if we live for weekends only, we thwart God's desire to bless us in the task that occupies most of our adult lives, work. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom or someone who heads out every morning to an office or a job, work is not the result of the curse placed on humanity when Adam and Eve sinned. God had instructed them to reap the fruit of the earth before the fall. Listeners, work is a gift from God. It's given for our enjoyment and blessing. And that's why the preacher wrote, I know that nothing is better for them than to rejoice and to do good in their lives. And also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy all the good of his labor. It is a gift of God. Now, wait a minute, you might say. So if you knew who my boss is, (laughs) you would understand. How can I possibly enjoy my work with such an unpleasant supervisor? Well, true enough, some work may not fit our ideal job description, but consider the alternative. Have you ever known anyone to feel happy and satisfied while standing in an unemployment line? If you have, thank God for it. Wherever you find yourself working, on a factory line, under a sink, at a desk, in a truck, or on the phone. We are to thank the Lord for that work. It may be less than perfect, but that is where God has placed you, at least for now. We must come to see every detail of our jobs as an opportunity to serve God, The Apostle Paul tells us, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And he reminds us, whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, inheritance, for you serve a Lord Christ. Such an attitude can transform the workplace from a mere workstation to a practical pulpit that says more about your relationship with Christ than words ever could. See God's work as a gift. Give him thanks for the opportunity and the privilege of just working, not just for a living, but for him. Then you can start anticipating the weekdays as much as the fun you'll have on the weekend. Amen.
Yes, work is a gift. And you just have to pray for stamina. (laughs) Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back. We're just getting started. Be right back. Here's a little prayer called The Difference. I got up early one morning and I rushed right into the day. I had so much to accomplish that I didn't have time to pray. Problems just tumbled about me and heavier came each task. Why doesn't God help me, I wondered. And he answered, you didn't ask. I wanted to see joy and beauty, but the day toiled on gray and bleak. I wondered, why didn't God show me? And he said, but you didn't seek. I've tried to come into God's presence. I used all of my keys at the lock. God gently and lovingly chided. My child, you didn't knock. I woke up early this morning and I paused before entering the day. I had so much to accomplish that I had to take time to pray. Amen. And here's a winner's creed. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win but think you can't, it's almost a cinch, you won't. If you think you'll lose, you've lost. For out in the world we find success begins with a person's will. It is all in a state of mind. Amen. Commanding your morning, a daily devotional. It talks about facing your fears. Proverbs 23, verse 17 says, Do not let your heart envy sinners, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. Did you know, listeners, that everyone is challenged at some point in their life's journey with some kind of fear? Even people who we may perceive as not having any fear at all have had moments when they had to push past fear. The blessing does not lie in having no fear because there is healthy fear, such as fear of God. The blessing, however, lies in such efforts that you make in working toward becoming mentally, emotionally, and spiritually strong and more skillful at what you are wired to do until you are empowered to face and conquer your fears. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I take authority over the spirit of fear. I declare and decree that I will have no effect, that it 
will have no effect on my life. I shall walk out of old fearful ways thinking and into new mindset that's filled with courage. Let me repeat that. I declare and decree that it will have no effect on my life. I shall walk out of old fearful ways of thinking and into a new mindset that is filled with courage. Got it. I wear the helmet of salvation to protect my mind from negative thoughts that would derail your purposes and plans for me. Pray with me. I decree and declare that I face and conquer every fear and advance into my destiny. In Jesus' name, amen. Got it. Oh, let's lighten up a little bit and read some poems. I love poems, especially when they rhyme. Do you think that your tomorrow will be different than today? Do you think the things you hoped for will come true in any way? By the thoughts you put in action, by the dreams you strive to reach, you can shape or form the future by some some hard sought fact they teach. Choose the good you want to happen. It surrounds you in the now. You can make or change the present. Let God's wisdom show you how. Take the path that seems to open for your walking in today. You can even change tomorrow if you let God show the way. That's beautiful. Slight not the still small voice of God in blessings of the little things. We know nothing of tomorrow, of its pleasures, joys, or pain. Yesterday is gone forever, never to be lived again. We live today, only today, and should live it carefully, that all we do and all we say should kind and loving be. Have a smile for each sad mortal today you chance to meet, and always have a cheerful word for each distressed soul you greet. Don't let today forever end without some good you've done. Today ask for our Heavenly Father to bless us, everyone. Amen. And the last poem I'll read, put your trust in Jesus, put your trust in him. He's the way, the truth, the life. He'll guide your pathway dim. For he's a lamp under our feet, a light unto our path. He is the word that promises life 
to all who ask. Put your faith in Jesus. To him forever hold fast. This world's things shall pass away, but his word e'er shall last. So put your trust in Jesus. New life he'll give to you. Believe in him. The living God is all he asks we do. Amen. Back in a moment. Here's a little prayer called The Difference. I got up early one morning and I rushed right into the day. I had so much to accomplish that I didn't have time to pray. Problems just tumbled about me and heavier came each task. Why doesn't God help me, I wondered. And he answered, you didn't ask. I wanted to see joy and beauty, but the day toiled on gray and bleak. I wondered, why didn't God show me? And he said, but you didn't seek. I've tried to come into God's presence. I used all of my keys at the lock. God gently and lovingly chided, my child, you didn't knock. I woke up early this morning and I paused before entering the day. I had so much to accomplish that I had to take time to pray. Amen. And here's a winner's creed. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win but think you can't, it's almost a cinch, you won't. If you think you'll lose, you've lost. For out in the world we find success begins with a person's will. It is all in a state of mind. Amen. Commanding Your Morning, a daily devotional. It talks about facing your fears. Proverbs 23, verse 17 says, Do not let your heart envy sinners, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. Did you know, listeners, that everyone is challenged at some point in their life's journey with some kind of fear? Even people who we may perceive as not having any fear at all have had moments when they had to push past fear. The blessing does not lie in having no fear because there is healthy fear, such as fear of God. The blessing, however, lies in such efforts that you make in working toward becoming mentally, emotionally, and spiritually strong and more skillful at what you are wired to do 
until you are empowered to face and conquer your fears. Amen. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over the spirit of fear. I declare and decree that I will have no effect, that it will have no effect on my life. I shall walk out of old fearful ways thinking and into new mindset that's filled with courage. Let me repeat that. I declare and decree that it will have no effect on my life. I shall walk out of old fearful ways of thinking and into a new mindset that is filled with courage. Got it. I wear the helmet of salvation to protect my mind from negative thoughts that would derail your purposes and plans for me. Pray with me. I decree and declare that I face and conquer every fear and advance into my destiny in Jesus' name. Amen. Got it. Oh, let's lighten up a little bit and read some poems. I love poems, especially when they rhyme. Do you think that your tomorrow will be different than today? Do you think the things you hoped for will come true in any way? By the thoughts you put in action, by the dreams you strive to reach, you can shape or form the future by some, some hard-sought fact they teach. Choose the good you want to happen. It surrounds you in the now. You can make or change the present. Let God's wisdom show you how. Take the path that seems to open for your walking in today. You can even change tomorrow if you let God show the way. That's beautiful. Slight not the still small voice of God in blessings of the little things. We know nothing of tomorrow, of its pleasures, joys, or pain. Yesterday is gone forever, never to be lived again. We live today, only today, and should live it carefully, that all we do and all we say should kind and loving be. Have a smile for each sad mortal Today you chance to meet and always have a cheerful word for each distressed soul you greet. Don't let today forever end without some good you've done. Today ask for our Heavenly Father to bless us, everyone. Amen. And the last poem I'll read, 
Put your trust in Jesus. Put your trust in him. He's the way, the truth, the life. He'll guide your pathway dim. For he's a lamp under our feet, a light unto our path. He is the word that promises life to all who ask. Put your faith in Jesus. To him forever hold fast. This world's things shall pass away, but his word e'er shall last. So put your trust in Jesus. New life he'll give to you. Believe in him. The living God is all he asks we do. Let's finish out today with God's purpose, God's way, and God's promises. Let's see what they have to say. Exodus chapter 14, verse 13. Stand by and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. As God led the people of Israel out of their bondage in Egypt, He made it seem as if the Israelites were confused in order to tempt Pharaoh into chasing them. Well, this resulted in the people of Israel being trapped between the Red Sea and the powerful Egyptian army. Certainly, this was a perplexing situation for Israel. Had the Lord brought them all this way just to abandon them? Well, the same is true for you today. You may feel caught in a situation that has no earthly solution. And you may be wondering why God would bring you so far just to corner you in these adverse circumstances. Listeners, remember, the miracle of the parting of the Red Sea by which God saved the Israelites stopped the Egyptians from ever pursuing them again. In much the same way the Lord has hemmed you in to reveal his glory and provision for you. So take heart, listeners. God has not forgotten or failed you. He led you here to this place for a reason, and it certainly isn't for destruction. Rather, it's to show you freedom in an area where you haven't experienced it previously. So do not fear. Stand by. Trust him to work and watch for his deliverance. Pray with me. Jesus, only you can solve this. I trust you to show me your powerful salvation. Amen. I know tomorrow we're going to do Proverbs. I love them. And now God's way. 
God's way for this very day. Ephesians 4, 32. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Listeners, forgiveness does not mean denying that you were hurt or that the matter was important. Rather, forgiveness means letting go and letting God. It means turning another person over to God's judgment. And it means trusting God to deal with a person as God chooses without putting yourself in the way. It doesn't make any difference if the other person asks for forgiveness or not. You forgive. Your forgiveness should not be withheld pending the other's repentance. Just forgive quickly. And the sooner you forgive, the sooner you can receive God's healing for any pain or sorrow that you have experienced. Amen. I'll accept that. That's fine. Anything and everything from God is fine. Fine for me. And here's God's promise. Psalm 37 verse 4. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Okay now. (laughs) We've been talking about it. For a while now. (laughs) Psalm 37 verse 5 says, Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him. And he shall bring it to pass. Listeners. Acceptance of discipleship is the utter abandonment of the disciple, the surrender of all rights to the master. And this abandonment in all cases will mean pain. Christ listed some of the troubles that his followers would expect so that they would not be taken by surprise and thus discard their faith in him. He did not offer immunity. He asked for trust. Amen. Lots of things to reflect on in today's podcast. And it just feels good sometimes just to get it off your chest. Breathe deeply. Have relationship with God. Play with him. He's so playful. And just always be grateful. And he'll never leave you. Come back tomorrow so we can pray some more. Bye for now.